You're listening to The Basement on WDBM, and we are here with Vagabonds from Grand Rapids. Do you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Yeah, I am Luke. I sing and I play guitar. Uh, without microphones, we have Willem, and they play cello. We have Jeffrey, he's playing violin. Nathan on the drums. And you have a microphone. I have a microphone. Joshua Collins. Um, awesome. Keys and bass. Yes. <laughs> we are super excited to have you guys, and you can go right into your first set whenever you're ready. Begging you bring me good, good news. I'm begging you. See, it's the nothingness that kills. I'm 
Thank you so much. You're still listening to The Basement on WDBM, and you just heard a song by Vagabonds. So I want to start things off with a pretty basic question. Uh, Where does the name come from? What does Vagabonds mean to you? I haven't been asked this in a long time. I I had the name kicking around in my head when I was 16, and I don't know exactly where I I got it from at the time, but it kind of stuck, and I just kind of carried it in my pocket for a while until I had a chance to play a show under it. Um, I guess the the word is just about uh, never finding a home, never finding a place, always yeah. being in transition. And I think that's uh, in one way or another, at most times in my life, that's kind of where I've been. That's what I write about. I write about uh, always changing, changing ideas or changing places that I am. Um, yeah. And speaking of a transition, yeah. Vagabonds actually started out as a solo project just as you, right, Luke? Yeah, well, kind of. It's gone through a lot of iterations. Yeah. The first show actually 
had a, a violin player and a drummer as oh. well. So it's full circled in a way. Yeah. It ebbs and flows. <laughs> and uh, how did it get to this current arrangement with the uh, the strings and the keyboard and the drums? Yeah, it was uh, kind of piece by piece. Um, I started out playing cello when I was in uh, elementary school. So it was my first instrument and it was something I always wanted in the project. And I recorded a couple tracks called Honest and Ache uh, about a year and a half, maybe more ago. Uh, and those had cello and I wanted those uh, to be a, a part of the live set. And I reached out to Willem and they started playing with me and they were the first of this group to trickle mm -hmm. in. And then I feel like it was kind of by happenstance that Jeffrey and Josh actually started playing. We just, uh, I don't know, was it, was it being like holed up uh, during last winter? I think that, so, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were just playing music casually, and I like, had these songs. Some music. <laughs> yeah, and, and so it wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't trying to fill it, a space, it just naturally happened. It just yeah. kind of happened, actually. Yeah. And uh, Nathan? I don't know. We've known each <laughs> other. I've, I used to go see his band. He played in some really good bands called Carriel, and uh, I'm on Called All as well. And I always was a fan of those bands and used to go see them in high school and stuff. And uh, I just thought he was a fantastic drummer. And we had hung out, known each other through the scene, gotten coffee. And then uh, and it just kind of happened like that. Yeah. yeah. Piece by piece, it, it fell into place. So Just a yeah. community coming together. Yeah. And, and it still ebbs and flows. Like Willem and I played a duo set over the weekend in Indiana. So it still has, uh, it's, it's still a little bit liquid. Yeah. I'll play solo set sometimes or we'll do the, the five piece and yeah. is it cool to have that variation like every show can kind of be unique depending on who can make it and what arrangement you set up yeah i think it is it uh it's fun discovering the songs in different lights um it, it keeps it from being mundane if i play the same set on like a 30-day tour and it's just me uh I don't want to say it becomes mundane, but sometimes it can get a little bit harder to be emotionally invested yeah. uh, or into the music myself. So having those other pieces, I think, helps keep it interesting for me. Yeah. And how collaborative is the writing process now with all these members? Is it still mostly you, Luke, writing and arranging songs, or does everyone kind of bring their own ideas and their own parts? It'll usually start with like a skeleton that I have like the lyrics, the chords, uh, and basic melodies, and then we'll kind of see what the song needs, um, and then uh, tailor to that. And everybody will kind of add their 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 little piece on onto that. Yeah. So, do you ever find yourself, um, or what's the response you guys get from having from including string instruments? I guess when you are playing live, because it's not something you see very often at a live show. Yeah, I don't know. What is the response? I feel like. Uh, the older crowd likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, the college professor types like it. <laughs> I think everyone is very interested in it, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, Jeffrey on violin plays like phenomenal, and Wilm is amazing as well. So Pretty it's like, slapping. Yeah. Lie. It's not. It's not a bummer when they start playing. You're like, oh, yeah. I feel like a good. bringing <laughs> in really specialty good. instruments are always a. In my experience, they've always seemed like a really big hit with people. And so oh, I absolutely. Just, yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's fresh oh. and interesting. Yeah, definitely keeps the scene interesting by bringing in new instruments that you don't typically hear. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of the stuff I draw from too is like Carissa's weird, or Cloud Cult and things like that that play 
music either in this style or adjacent mm. to it, and they have incorporated strings too. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm inspired a lot by those. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Willem on the mic. <laughs> well, I get a lot of, I think when me and Jeffrey play too, a lot of people will, like, since they're not used to seeing strings, will get this kind of like, I get a lot of people like pointing at me going like, oh, you play cello, that's cool, which seems like a really flat statement. But I think it does kind of like, it. they're saying something like, oh, this isn't something I usually see at like a house yeah. show or like at Pyramid Scheme or something like that. Or basement, a so, basement show. So, <laughs> yeah. Or a basement radio show. Yeah. You guys get violin right. and cello a lot? First time. Uh, <laughs> really? Really? Well, maybe not first time in the history of the show. Sure. In first our, time in since our we history have, of the show. Yeah. Uh, this is all we know. Well, how's the response <laughs> over here? The response over here is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. That answers it. To answer, yeah. Perfect. The response is great. Awesome. Um, whenever you guys are ready, you can go into your next song. Great. This is that song I was mentioning uh, called Honest. Does it still feel sacred? Do you still
eyes pretty on the inside it was an open book the first time that you looked now why is there so much to hide Hello, you are listening to The Basement on WDBM, and we have vagabonds in here with us tonight, and they got me feeling some type of way all up in my feels right now. <laughs> Oof. In other news, so you guys have some new music coming out, which is super exciting, super awesome. Um, I know that you guys have taken a little bit of a break between um, putting something new out, and so how do you feel like that's affected the sound that you're creating now with the new EP? I think it's uh, a lot more intentional in a different way. Mm. The intention I went into it with before even uh, bringing anybody on for it was uh, just to make something beautiful. And I think uh, in the past I've tried to uh, just kind of shed all of the, the pain or the, the kind of dark things going on inside of me. And I think I needed a little bit of a break from singing songs about that kind of stuff. Mm. And I wanted to make something that felt beautiful when I played it and that uh, didn't necessarily just feel beautiful because it's painful or hard to sing, which there's merit to that, too. There's a place mm-hmm. for that. And there will be more <laughs> of that. <laughs> I have too no many worries. of those songs uh, sitting around. But for this one, yeah, I, I just wanted to make something beautiful. And uh, this is how it turned out. Yeah. So do you think there's value in artist um being intentional and taking breaks between when they put out new music because there has been i've seen a trend of people of bands like king gizzard and the lizard wizards just putting stuff out very quickly what are your thoughts on i guess i don't want to say quality versus quantity because i'm not saying their music's bad but just like putting stuff out really quickly versus being very intentional and precise with what you're doing yeah i think i think there's a give and take within oneself Mm -hmm. uh you have to weigh out when you're doing that I think I would like to put music out more often. Uh, I think I maybe spend too much time mulling it over, to be honest. <laughs> um, there's a, a lot going on, especially with like the SoundCloud scene. I feel like people are cranking stuff out mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, and I think that's really cool. I think it's a little bit harder to keep people's attention uh, as well. So there, there has to be some balance in there. Um, I think I should put out music maybe more than I do. <laughs> for someone that does music but uh yeah it's person to person too it's what you can handle and mm-hmm. it's about how much if you're trying to make something meaningful meaningful uh how meaningful can it be if, if it's done super quickly and for some people they can do that no problem um i need a little bit more time mm-hmm. to to sit with things personally so yeah I, I guess i can't give give a black or white answer to that kind of in a similar theme i know you toured pretty hard a few months to a year ago and you took uh, a bit of a break from shows for a while that kind of just ended this past summer ish so how do you kind of handle that musical burnout when you just feel like you need to I don't know step back for a minute that's a good question I'm still figuring that out (laughs) (laughs) because I still get burnt out not not as hard I think I was really burnt out I had done so like you know years back to back of just like van tours back to back for months um it's tough yeah and it it can eat away at your mental health pretty bad Mm -hmm. and it did at mine um for me i i just needed to 
fall in love with what I was doing again. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't even sure going into that kind of unintentional break if if I was still going to do Vagabonds or anything. It was mm-hmm. kind of in a limbo for me personally, but it's just kind of my natural instinct to keep creating. It's just my impulse. But yeah, I, I think it's really important to, to take time. I've seen people uh, get really burned out and then keep going and, uh, you know, turn turn into like different versions of themselves yeah. that uh, aren't yeah. even fun to live with. You know, that's happened to me and friends. And really, I just think you have to listen to yourself and what's what's going on inside yeah. of you. And hopefully that's a good compass. Yeah. Wow. Speaking personally, I'm very glad that you decided to continue with the project. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so is there anything you do when you are stepping back to take a break for a little bit? Anything you do that kind of fills that same hole as music that kind of leaves you feeling happy, fulfilled? Yeah, I just I play a different kind of music. I play hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't have to sound good. It doesn't matter what people think as much in the same way. If I'm playing hardcore, it's not cool. <laughs> Writing riffs isn't cool, and mashing isn't cool, <laughs> yeah. and hardcore culture isn't cool. But I love it still, and it, it's definitely a break from, uh, you know, slow burners mm-hmm. and music that's thoughtful in a different way. Um, yeah, I play hardcore. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, you play in a hardcore band called Roundhouse? Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. So with playing in that other band, do you take any inspiration from that, from Vagabonds? Not like musically, but maybe just emotionally. Is there any any blend over between the projects maybe early on i did vocals at first for that band but now that i'm playing bass uh and sparing my voice there isn't a lot of crossover my friend ethan sings in that band now and he's he just has a really great mindset about what he does and uh the way he performs and the dynamic is super different the headspace everybody's at is very different than than this room and i i need both Mm -hmm. um you know for sure yeah All right, whenever you guys want to go into your next song, you can go ahead. Cool. Uh, This song is called Undone. Is it okay to plug that it's coming out a week from today, actually, on on Spotify and all that other stuff? That is very okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's coming out. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Next week, week. single number two. And it's pretty good. I like this one. I tuned the wrong string. That's why I'm doing this in here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be an E. I tuned it to a D, but I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> Near a dance the day that Rome burns Fiddling his Wreath upon his head And the devil grinned with glee And his contenders cart-tripped water Fateful day on Calvary And lowly we will come Bathed in mucus, softest tissue Soaked in Empires we erect in the name of us. Still in the flames we come on by. 
We're still here with Vagabonds on The Basement, and that was Undone off their upcoming EP, Liminal Space, out April 16. So I want to talk about that new EP now a little bit. Um, you talked about wanting to create something beautiful with this record. What is the main message you want people to take away when they hear it for the first time? I think that it's uh, it's okay to, uh, to breathe, to take a step back, um, to acknowledge what is falling apart in life and to uh, choose to focus on what's beautiful, choose to focus on uh, what's true. I think the name liminal space is very interesting to me because it's like such a distinct kind of feeling to it, I guess. Like liminal space for listeners who do not know, it's like you said it earlier, it's kind of like a limbo. It's like a stage between two different places. And so you talked about it a little bit, but I'm assuming that inspiration was coming from a place of just feeling like, you were going into a new step in your life and you wanted to use the album to kind of convey that or EP. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I was, um, even if unintentionally mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if I got there, I think I'm still in the limbo. Um, yeah, just a, a lot was changing in my life. Um, the way I view the world, mm-hmm. uh, and myself and, uh, faith and other things that have been very important to me. And, uh, yeah, I haven't really made it to any, any distinct place other yeah. than I think now is a, a little bit better yeah. in my mind than I it was think then. liminal space in itself, like, I don't really know if there ever totally is a destination in the end there, but I I just think the whole concept is super cool. So when I saw the, your, um, the title of it, like, I wanted to get your Thank you. kind of, like, reasons behind it. I just think it's a really cool concept. And when you're putting these songs together, recording them, 
do you think mostly first about just conveying the emotion, the meaning behind the song, or do you put the live aspects of the song a lot into the process, into the thoughts behind it? It used to be so heavy on uh, the way people were going to react to it live, mm-hmm. and I still want there to be a good reaction, but early on, uh, I, I was playing hardcore shows. Mm-hmm. That's still kind of my context. I don't really fit as well. Um, with like the Midwest emo thing going on, even if it sounds a little bit more like that, I just, I never exactly fall in line with that. So when I would play hardcore shows, people would yell along, you know, I'd write these like kind of unintentionally anthematic songs. And, uh, that led me to kind of around, I guess the middle of this project writing in a format that would encourage that, that would encourage, encourage people to to jump off stage or grab the mic or yell along uh and as far as the emotional aspect it was just very visceral i don't do that anymore with this project if people want to do that that's fine i think there's room for any you know self-expression within within reason at a show and i want to allow for that but i just kind of let the songs be the songs that they are and uh none of these songs are like bangers none of them (laughs) you know they're not and and that's okay but i I don't go into it thinking what's going to uh make a kid yell along anymore i just i think mostly about myself Mm. does this feel right inside of me and what what felt right for these songs uh i wasn't yelling them right now so Hmm. yeah and i think it's funny that you mentioned kind of being a a misfit in the scene maybe because you were one of the bands that first got me personally into the Grand Rapids DIY scene and everything like that but how do you feel now kind of about the whole Grand Rapids community and the scene that birthed Vagabonds? Yeah uh it ebbs and flows like anything else you know I still think my personal identity like just as an individual is more still in the world of hardcore which is (laughs) still doing pretty well and that's where a lot of the the weirdos hang out um <laughs> sad affectionately yeah the the rest of it is is kind of interesting i uh feel a little bit disconnected uh not running a venue anymore with my friends has definitely taken me away from that a little bit and i don't know if i'm just past the the teenage years when i started where i connected more with what was going on locally i guess maybe i don't connect to as much as i did then and I think that's probably partially due to lack of an all-ages venue and lack of bands happening and happening. Not to say that there aren't bands. There are. I think it's good. I, I think it, uh, you know, there's pockets and uh, every, every scene has its its social cliques and I am mostly an observer unless it's in hardcore. <laughs> uh, and hopefully people still come out to these shows in spite of that. And they do. And I'm grateful for that. But yeah, Grand Rapids is interesting. It's, it's a hard place to figure out but I, I definitely love it. I grew up in that scene watching bands I love across the board from, I don't know, bands like Still Remains, like metalcore bands to, uh, I don't know, Soil in the Sun, stuff like that, uh, all the way through until till now. So there's always good things brewing, and sometimes it just takes a while for them to, to show their heads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, circling back to Liminal Space, um, the first single for that EP, Franklin Southeast. Yep. Yep. came out just a couple weeks ago. Um, how did you decide that that was going to be the first thing people would hear from the new Vagabonds project? It was a head bobber. <laughs> mm. yeah. uh, 
I don't know. I, I I think it's very different. I think it's one of the most different songs on the record too. The the way the the drum and bass grooves happen and uh, the pizzicato strings. I think it's it's simple. It's not incredibly weighty. And I think that's how I wanted to preface this record. E- even though it deals with loss, it, it like I said, it's not weighty in the same way. And I think this song just gets that across. Yeah, I also wrote all these songs while I was living at that house on Franklin. It's, it's named after this, this house that I lived uh, out on that street. And uh, I almost named the, uh, the album after the, the name of the house where I lived. And I opted out of that. But uh, yeah, everything was written there. It encapsulates me moving in there. So I just thought it, it made sense. I also think it's the first song I wrote that ended up on the record. Yeah. Well, it's been really great having you. I think you have one more song. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it is Franklin Southeast. Ooh. Perfect. Well, Perfect segue. Lead in, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, thanks a ton for having us. It's Absolutely. been really uh, refreshing. I fall asleep in my hoodie. Find comfort in the words you wrote. songs when I'm feeling lonely but forget about it when you hold me must be something about the cold winds I almost taste the coming autumn must be something about the
You are listening to WDBM, The Basement, our live and local music show. We just had Vagabonds finishing up on our show tonight. If you liked what you guys heard tonight, you can definitely listen and keep your ear out for the EP coming April 16th, I believe. So thank you guys very much for stopping by and playing a show for us tonight. Thank you for having us. It's been a treat.